0: Blog Talk Radio. so we can't fight this battle with logic but we need to to trust God and listen to God and God will speak to our hearts and I believe one of the first things God will continually speak to our hearts is he'll speak peace he'll speak let us know hey I have this you can trust me This is Pastor Brad Morgan of New Life Beginnings Church. It's good being with you today, and I want to continue a message that I uh, just started last week on on discovering Christ in the crisis. And last week I shared two definitions of crisis. I said a crisis was, uh, first of all, was a hidden opportunity. That's actually a definition from the Chinese: a hidden opportunity. And a crisis is also uh, an opportunity to discover who Christ is. And um, early in the crisis, I heard uh, two things concerning the crisis. The first thing was that this crisis is a smokescreen. And uh, the definition of smokescreen says a cloud of smoke created to conceal military operations And the second definition is a ruse designed to disguise someone's real attentions or activities. So that first definition, it's talking about it's to conceal military operations. And I believe that the primary attack of this virus, I'm not saying the virus isn't real, but the bigger attack is the spirit of fear that has been released across the earth. So it's, it's uh, again, it's a smoke screen to conceal military operations. Now it's to conceal the work of the devil because we know the devil comes to steal and to kill and to destroy, but it's also to conceal the operation of the supernatural God. And the operation of the gifts of the Spirit, the operation of uh, of all the gifts, also the operation of angels. Angels are sent to the heirs of salvation. They're sent to minister to the heirs. They're sent to minister to the saints. And, and angels are definitely real. I'll never forget there was a time where I was uh, very discouraged. A number of years ago, we were setting up for a youth meeting, and as we were setting up for that youth meeting, I had someone walk up to me and kind of ask who the pastor was, and and uh, you know came, shook my hand, put a hundred dollar bill in my hand, and said you're doing a good job, and then he walked off, and he was kind of gruff. He walked off, and he got in his car, and I've never seen that person again so we know angels can appear can appear as human beings and i believe that that was an that was an angel that was an angel sent from god many years ago when i was going to uh, kenya and i got in the london airport and i lost my passport and i was looking for my passport and i couldn't find it and so i couldn't get on the plane And so because I couldn't get on the plane, I couldn't do anything. They were talking about putting me in in a holding tank. But after a little period of time, and I was diligent and I confronted every, every door that appeared to be closed that I knew to confront. But after a little period of time, someone showed up and said they'd found my passport. And I had someone tell me I was very lucky. But uh, I, I told him I wasn't lucky, but I was blessed. But I believe that that an angel was involved in that. You know, uh, they told me that it's very unusual to find a passport once it's lost. So, so we can expect the ministry of the angels in this time, and I believe that this is also a, a distraction. A distraction is a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. And uh, this attack is to attempt to choke the word of God, specifically the rhema word, specifically uh, things that God has spoken to you, even concerning direction in your life. So it's to come to choke the word. It's to come to choke the voice of God. So since it's come to do that, we can actually expect the opposite. We can expect to hear God. If we'll tune in, Jesus said he who has ears, let him hear. So if we'll tune in and if we'll, we'll listen, if we'll listen for the Lord, the Lord is going to give us uh, direction. In, uh, in Deuteronomy 8, Deuteronomy 8 actually talks about this about God wanting to give us direction in the midst of a tight place, in the midst of a of a wilderness. And uh, you know the Israelites were in a wilderness for quite a while. But uh, in the wilderness, they they learned some things about uh, trusting God. But but here's the main thing that they learned in the wilderness, and this is what God wants to teach us: Deuteronomy eight one. Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowing you to hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. And this word, word, is actually every rhema, every Rama, a specific word for a specific situation that proceeds. And so one thing the Lord told me a couple months ago, and I keep saying it, but I know it's truly a a word of God, that, that God was going to send unusual provision from unlikely sources. So the unusual provision, actually, one of the key components of the unusual provision is God's voice. You're going to hear God's voice, and even in unusual circumstances, and even from people that you wouldn't expect it's very important that we have the operation of the discerning of spirits now the discerning of spirits is available to each christian and uh, each believer the discerning of spirits is not just to discern the work of of the evil one but it's also to discern the the working of god it's to discern the working of the supernatural the working of angels. And so I really believe that, that God wants us to be aware of this and aware of His, his voice. And he, He's going to speak to us and He's going to send us provision, provision that we wouldn't expect. And so in 2 Timothy 1, verses 3 through 7, I want to start there. It says, I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did. "...as without ceasing I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be fulfilled with joy. When I called to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also, genuine." That word genuine means sincerity without putting on an act. And actually, this is a generational blessing that Timothy had, but actually this generational blessing came from the females. And he talked about the faith that dwelled in them. I like that. That's so good. Faith that dwelt. If You know, uh, the enemy wants fear to dwell in us. The enemy wants fear to make its home in us. But God says, I want faith to dwell. I want faith to dwell in you. I want you to get comfortable with faith. I want you to get comfortable with hope. I want you to get comfortable with the love of God. I want these things to dwell in you. And he's talking about how they dwelled in the grandmother, they dwelled in the mother. And then he said, I'm confident that they dwell in you. And he was praying for him. He was interceding for Timothy. Timothy was going through a battle. He was a young preacher in his 30 or 40s and he'd had a number he had a large congregation, but he'd had a number of people that had left that had left him and uh he was being criticized. He was being criticized by the older people. And so he told him, he told him in verse 6, therefore I remind you. Therefore I remind you because of the faith, because of the heritage of faith. I remind you "...to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands." That This gift is related to other words derived from the root car. Kara is joy, cheerfulness, delight. Caris is grace, goodwill, undeserved favor. It is a gift of grace, a free gift, divine gratuity, spiritual endowment, miraculous faculty... It is especially used to designate the gifts of the spirit, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, faith, the gifts of healings, the, the gift of the working of miracles, the gift of prophecy, the gift of tongues and interpretation. All these gifts, there's nine of them. I don't know if I named nine, but uh, the gift of prophecy, um, the gifts of healings, all these supernatural, this supernatural equipment and so we can't fight this battle with logic, but we need to, to trust God and listen to God, and God will speak to our hearts. And I believe one of the first things God will speak to, our, continually speak to our hearts, is he'll speak peace. He'll speak and he'll let, him, let us know, hey, I have this, you can trust me. 1 Timothy 4.14 says, do not neglect the gift of, that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of hands of the eldership. This eldership means a body of elders composed of men of dignity, wisdom, and maturity. So this was actually a, a grouping of people, a grouping of men that laid their hands on Timothy, and they begin to speak things concerning God's design, concerning the council. Of his will, and he said, "I don't want you to forget that, and I don't want you to forget that that you were given a, a gift. And again, I don't believe I believe he had a preaching gift, a teaching gift, but I believe also he he had a gift, and and there was supernatural gifts. In other words, he he was called. He was called to the ministry. He didn't just make a decision, but he was actually called to the ministry, and he had a gift that. Dwelled in him, and he told, Paul told him, don't forget that gift, don't forget it, but I want you to stir it. He says, I want you to stir up the gift. 1 Timothy four fifteen says, meditate on these things, give yourself entirely to them, that your progress may be evident to all. So God is saying, go back to the promises, go back to the things I've spoken, the things I've spoken to your life, that that and maybe you're not called you know you're not called to full time ministry but everyone is called to do something maybe you have a calling in the business area arts all di- in teaching in schools all different types of calling in the political realm god says i want to remind you that i've spoken some things concerning you and i want to, you to uh, be reminded of those and I want you to begin to stir up that gift that's in you. And one of the ways we stir it up is through prayer, through, through worship, through being around other uh, believers. And you say, well, time, I believe, to, to strengthen the people of God. He said to stir it, to stoke the fire, to stoke it, to stir the fire. In other words, there's a fire in you. And God says, I want you to stir it. I want you to begin to pray in English. I want you to pray in other tongues. And when you're praying in other tongues, I want you to believe me for the interpretation. And this is a a season where we're gonna discover the goodness of God in the land of the living. We're gonna discover who Christ is in a new way. And there's going to be some hidden opportunities. Opportunities for advancement. Opportunities to learn how to do new things in this season. Well, I hope you enjoyed this word. I hope this word was a blessing to you. It was good being with you today. I would like to encourage you to visit our Website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you would like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 10:30. The church address is 5609. FN 359 North, Brookshire, Texas, 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire-Pattison area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281 802-8094 802 you can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com that's bmorgan542 at gmail.com we invite you to subscribe to our podcast the best is yet to come wherever you get your podcast this program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church and again this is Pastor Brad Morgan and I would like to remind you the best is yet to come We love you, and thanks for listening.